small group leaders, Beth here, and I have a very special guest. My guest today is Joey, my wonderful husband. Hi, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. I know. Happy Valentine's Day. So we're not going to do a Valentine's Day special podcast for you, but we are going to do a podcast together talking about this week's awesome message. But before we do that, we're going to jump into announcements So you have your loop. They get sent to you every week. We would love for you guys to read those announcements. We are so thankful that you guys pushed the men's breakfast. We had over 80 men at the men's breakfast. It was the highest attended men's breakfast that we've ever had. And Joey went, what did you think of it? It was amazing. Yeah, great turnout, great worship, great speaker. It's a general great time. Great. Awesome burritos. Great. And I heard it was great, so... That's awesome. Thank you guys for coming out and pushing your men to do that. And so now we're going to take on women. Women, we have a women's retreat coming up and I am so excited for that. And so if there's any questions or anything you have, you could email your questions to Christy or you could email them back to Kristen because Kristen's helping out or you could email me. I mean, we have so many ways to get information out to you. But we really want to say Women's Retreat is going to be so awesome. And then every third Thursday of the month, the church comes together and prays together for just vision and direction of the church. And this is a really cool opportunity to collectively come together and pray. And so we encourage you guys, you can do it online or in person at 10 a.m. or 2 p.m., And the link gets sent out to your phone in text message or in an email. So all of that would be right there available for you. Okay, jumping in this week's message, we had awesome Rob teaching for us. And so as we go through the intersect, one of the things that I always try to tell you is we're trying to take you on a journey. And so the first part of the journey is going to be a little bit of a flashback to last week. So your final question, usually we want to make sure we follow up on that either through the week or starting into the week coming. And so for us, it was all about unity last week. So this week, it's how have you fought for unity? So what are the things that you had to maybe not roll your eyes at, maybe not replay? What are the things that you had to do this week to make sure that we had unity in your family, unity in the body of Christ, you know, unity in your home? What are the things that you did? And so it's a great question. Kind of check the temperature pulse of people. And then as we continue in on our questions, the journey we're taking you on is really what's the truth you're listening to? Who has a voice or power in your life? And so, Joey, do you have any insights on question two and three, how we can better ask that? Yeah, uh, number two. So who or what is your influence over your choices that you make? Some of the the options given are like close friends, social media, your family, the Bible, and those. We really want to push into what's the truth and not just get the artificial answers, but really what's really behind what's making your choices and whether those are not necessarily good or bad, but is it aligned with what the Bible is giving us a narrative on too? Yeah, exactly. We're not asking for a Sunday school answer here. Be honest. And then in that honesty, be able to then push back. So one of the things that I find really valuable when we ask a question like this, of who has influence over you or who are you listening to? If it's a lot of the different news channels and things like that, you kind of get a picture of where they are and where they're spending their time. And then the question that follows that is, this is a great follow-up question. 
do you feel like that was God honoring? Do you feel like that's a God honoring place to be able to have the loudest voice in your head of all of these things? Is this a thing that aligns with the word of God or is it aligned with you and your truth and really pushing against that? And then who has the greatest influence on your walk with God? It's not a repeat question because it really is. Sometimes we believe that people dissect who has influence over my life and who has influence over my walk with God. If they answer it together, that's great. But most people will see social media has an influence over how I decorate my house. And this person has influence over how I vote. But who are you really listening to in your walk with God? Who has that weight and authority? And then finally, to me, I want to know who you're listening to, but I also want to know what is your influence over people? What are the things that you're communicating with to other people? And I believe that that's going to be a real introspective question. <laughs> what are the things you're communicating? If someone says, I don't know, and I have no power, really pushing into that and dissecting and not giving them the safe answer of, I don't influence anyone. What are the things that you're projecting onto the people around you? And then again, following up with Joey, is that a God honoring thing? All right. Jumping into the scriptures, what do the following verses tell us about how and why we should listen to the word of God? And so John 10 is one of my favorite passages because it's really God's plan for us as we should listen to him. And so if you are going through that, it's really talking about if you know God's voice, if you're his sheep, you'll know his voice. And the way that you know the shepherd's voice is that you hear it often. You can recognize the voice of the people around you because you hear their voice often. And so if you're not hearing Jesus's voice because you're not around him enough to recognize it. But then I just love that. And the last bit of it is I'm your shepherd. And the reason I'm here to give you life and a greater life and the enemy, the voice of the enemy is here to still kill and destroy, to take from you. He's the great deceiver. And so in that, you just answer the question of, whose voices I'm hearing. And if they're saying, I'm not hearing the voice of God, it really could play a little bit into the fact that they don't recognize it because they don't hear it that often. I really like the analogy that it, they use with the thief that comes over the fence, but the actual shepherd, the one who has authority to be there is the one who comes through the gate. He can open that door and the thief, the robber, the enemy has to sneak in. And unfortunately, a lot of times they do that really well. So we have to be vigilant mm, about who that's good. who is supposed to be in there. Is it the shepherd or is it the robber? That is so good. It's so true, right? Because the enemy is the thing that sneaks in. The enemy is going to be the late night browsing. The enemy is going to be the gossip or the whisper where Jesus is like, I don't have to sneak in. It's my gate and I'm walking in. That's great, Joey. All right. And then Psalms 32 verses eight and nine. I love this because Jesus's words is, I will guide you along the best. I want to be a Steve here. Circle, highlight, underline the best pathway for your life. And I love that because it's so much of he's going to give us what's best for us. And in the moment, it might not feel like that. But then also in verse nine, it's just, you know, don't be like a senseless horse or mule. I don't want to have to force you to do it. But sometimes we might need that real swift kick in the rear to be able to hear the word of God. And then moving right on to Proverbs 2, it's really, there's a benefit to listening to wisdom. And so I like the verse 2 of tuning in, tuning in to hear God, because it reminds me of, and nobody's probably old enough to know that whole, you have to move your antenna to be able to hear 
and get the right. It's not fuzzy. We don't have that anymore. But just really turn your ear to hear and find God and then concentrate. But so much that you're going to cry out for it, that you're going to ask, you're going to search because it's so precious. And in that, really pushing in that question, a great follow-up question of that is, do you see the words of God like a treasure, like silver? Would you run after the words of God like it's a treasure? Or is it just cheap paper? How do you treat the wisdom of God? And so that's just a great follow-up question for you guys. And then lastly, it's really, is there someone that you need to speak truth into? Is there a place where you have a friend that's living in a lie? Are you living in a lie? Is there a situation where the light needs to expose the dark? And if there is, who's going to hold you accountable? And so this is a great split time question. It could even just lead straight into your prayer request of where does there need to be truth? And then really not just, I'm not going to say like, okay, you just need truth and then it's done. But now we want to hold you accountable to that. How can we hold you accountable? And then as small group leaders, take notes, text them during the week. Have you done what you said you were going to do? We don't ever want this to just be food for grazing and there's no follow up. We want to follow up. Great small group leaders follow up. We want to push into progress, transformational relationships. The transform part sometimes comes through accountability so that you guys can hold them accountable. We love you guys so much. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, great to be here. All right, guys, happy Valentine's Day. Have a wonderful small group session. And we'll see all of you guys at Women's Retreat and Weekend Services. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.